Hello and welcome everybody to a new episode of the Advanced Real Estate Talk. It's Aurelien. I created a course about investing in real estate. I'd love for you to check it out. Um, there's going to be a, a mastermind around it. Uh, I want to help others uh, diversify into real estate. Link in the show notes. And then I'm here with Glenn, glennsutherland.com. Glenn has also a course about investing in the US. And Darcy, darcywhite.ca. Uh, today, we will be discussing um, figuring out what you want in real estate or not in real estate. I think, so it's a mindset question, and I think it's a question that uh, is essential, and I think it's a difficult question. Um, I like to dissect the question and, and, and reframe, rephrase the question. I think there are two questions you can answer. You can rephrase it with two other questions to help you answer that um, initial question around what it is you want. What do you want to do would be one of the questions. And the other could be, what, who do you want to be? I find those two questions way easier to answer. And you can look at, okay, what are the activities you enjoy doing that make you feel fulfilled that you could do all day for free and then these are the actions uh, you want to do and uh, the other question who do you want to be um, what type of father do you want to be if you're a parent if you're a landlord what type of landlord do you want to be uh, one that answers right away when the um, tenants have issues uh, one that uh, what is uh, that is helpful and works together with the city uh, when when uh, there are issues in the community um, uh, who, what type of um, investor do you want to be? Someone who has some of his investments uh, or her investments, um, you know, investing in, uh, invested in uh, sustainable energies. How do you want to spend your time? Um, do you want to uh, take some of your time away from uh, your family and, and your work to focus on uh, activities such as, for example, mentorship? I know for myself, uh, one of the questions is, um, okay, how can you help others? And you can serve food as part of a charity. But one, one, one of the, what I think about this, if you have skills, you may as well lever use those skills and, and help those help others with those specific skills. I know for myself, I have skills in real estate investing. So uh, that's how I try to help others because uh, uh, people are interested in doing that. And uh, so that I, uh, I I use those skills to, to help them. Um, and also another question you can look at is how do you like spending your time? And but more precisely, how do you, what type of problems do you like solving? Because in in the end, you know, um, making money has to do with solving problems. And what are the so the problems you like solving the, the best? And uh, that's another question that may help you and guide you in your in your query about what it is you want. And I think I've answered the question for myself. Uh, I love entrepreneurship. I love helping entrepreneurs. And I think that's my uh, that's my uh, that's my calling. That's what I want to spend time doing right now. And uh, so that's uh, that's why I started an event here in London called the London Business Hive. And we organize events, monthly events. We bring entrepreneurs together and we help them uh, grow grow their businesses, connect with each other so that they can solve problems they may be facing by, by discussing within one another, uh, you know, brainstorming together.
How do they find out more information on that? Is there like a website? Is there a regular date that you guys meet up or how, how do they find that? Yeah, so the first one was on a Thursday and the next one is May 23rd uh, and it's going to be um, uh, on Tuesdays at, uh, at uh, the Paradigm in London, Ontario between 6 and 8 p.m. Uh, you can find us easily on LinkedIn, Facebook, the London Business Hive. The idea of uh, you know entrepreneurs being little bees uh, working uh, conscientiously. Thank you for asking. Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna have to get out there. I'll get out there in another couple months. When I do my coaching on Tuesdays, so yeah. a couple months that's I'll be Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would affirm a lot of the things that Ari said about his his why that I've observed in how he approaches his business and the reasons for doing it. I think mine may may dif differ a little bit, and maybe uh, I took this question in more of a um, practical way, only because two weeks ago, a friend of mine's son, who's graduating from high school, wanted to take me out for coffee and interview me because he was considering a career in maybe in real estate or maybe in aircraft mechanics. I know they're wildly divergent. <laughs> they're not related at all. Um, but they showed, you know, the breadth of his interest. This is a uh, is a, bo uh, a boy, a young man, uh, very capable, and you know, pretty much has the world in front of him. What what would you like to do? And he had kind of limited to these things. So I was kind of prepped for that in that in that experience. And his his questions were why why did you do this? Uh, what skills did you bring to bear? How, what have your prior experiences in life, um, which have been most relevant? And have applied are there any ones that just kind of went nowhere you did something and just died at it made me look at some of my failures or to reinterpret some of my failures um but he's you know i did prepare this for um, isaac i can give you his first name um i said you know why in real estate what what is it we want and i, I shared these these things with him i said well i think for for a, a capable person it's a relatively low barrier to get into real estate it's um, it's not a high barrier. You can get a real estate license. Um, if you've got a um, graduated from high school, you're the right age, you don't have a criminal background. Um, you know, those those are relatively low barriers to cross to get into real estate. Um, it, potentially, there's great compensation for it in all areas of real estate, whether you're in working for government, working within industry as a, acquisitions or lease management, uh, property management, if you're in um, uh, assessment and evaluation, working within a bank and looking at assets or selling real estate at, you know, with contractual prices. Um, you know, those are, you know, a decent living, you can make a decent living. Um, and if you want to be entrepreneurial, like Ari suggested, you know, the sky's the limit. If you have uh, great capacity, there's an opportunity to apply your will and your time to it and see even greater compensation for your efforts. Um, there's varied applications in urban and suburban and rural settings, uh, design, architecture, construction, development, uh, auditing, all of these areas. If you're good at design and spatial relationships, there's an area of real estate for you. If you're good at just straight math and you want to sit in a study carol with music on in your headphones and just be a number guy, number person, there's a spot for you too. I mean, it's a broad, broad field in real estate. Um, I also believe, and I firmly believe this, there's social good here. If you want to design living spaces for humans and improve communities, make these places safer and more attractive and more efficient, um, how you develop land use, 
how we do it equitably. There's space for that as well for social good. So it's a great industry. I'm a, I'm, I never regretted for a minute what I'm doing because when I looked at the me, why I wanted to do this, I did boil it down for Isaac. So here's the broad picture. This is what's available, Isaac. This is why it worked for me. I wanted control of my efforts and my time and my results. Before this, I had worked for others in large and small corporations and directly before being a uh, property manager for my father-in-law and developing a, my own real estate business, I was a primary school teacher in Ontario. I was working for the Scarborough and then the finally the Greater Toronto District School Board as a grade two and three teacher. Um, my hours were constrained. The things that I could do were prescribed. I was allowed to do this. I had to teach the curriculum as presented. I could do more than that, but largely my hours compensation and my output was pretty much constrained. If I had exceptional students, I could give them more, but I wasn't really encouraged to work past five. I could go home and create new things in evenings and weekends to remediate students that were falling behind and had challenges or to entice and incentivize students that were exceeding the, the program, but it was still limited. I could rise in the organization and I was already doing work in the district as a specialist in technology, which is laughable from anybody that knows me, um, but a early literacy specialist. And that, these are areas that I had great interest in and passion for, but again, they were limited. I went into this, Isaac, because I could control my time, my effort, and my results. Um, those are big things for me. If I have a, I have an excess of energy, anybody that knows me this, I'm already 60 and I drive people nuts. I do need to slow down, but I had a lot of energy. And, you know, there wasn't enough room in the Toronto District School Board for all of my energy and dreams. And that's what came down to the one. The second thing is I needed concrete experiences. I... I dream just like everyone else. I understand aesthetic experiences and art and beauty and stuff, but on the day-to-day -day thing, I need concrete, measurable outcomes. I want to fix and repair and build better. My dad's a contractor. My grandparents on every side back to Neolithic times are farmers. We dug dirt, we planted things, we harvested things where we built stuff. I'm not a philosopher, even though I enjoy those books. Some part of me, I need to do something that's concrete and point to it said, I did that. I built that. This is satisfying. I spent my time, talent, energy, and poured my blood into making that. And that's important to me. So other people have different values. And I did want something that built. I wanted it to be compounding and meaningful so that it left a legacy of some sort, whether a mark on the soil or uh, something on the skyline or something was useful and engaging that left a legacy of service or you know, some reason for being there. Those are really important things for me. Um, I had to do that. I felt that real estate was a really good fit. And when my father-in-law uh, offered me or enticed me or you know, it compelled me to join him, it wasn't hard to say no. I looked at it and went, this fits all my boxes. And some of those boxes I hadn't even conceived of, I just knew them vaguely and without form. You know, it's over time I figured out how well this fit. And that's a, you know, that's a lot of work and sitting and figuring it out. But at the time, I knew intuitively this is a jump I could take and that I would take. And I've never looked back. Um, it absolutely fit. So I don't know if there's others out there thinking the same or, or Glenn, you know, you're the same as me. Yeah. Pretty passionate about this and pretty certain that you're doing the right thing, correct? Yeah. No, I've, um, 
I always had like kind of an entrepreneurship uh, sort of uh, theme to my whole life. <laughs> um, I had all kinds of even little businesses when I was in like grade seven, grade eight, gardening company, you know, hire a couple other kids to work with me. I did all this crazy stuff. Uh, I started a screen printing company when I got to college. So like, you know, I went to college. Uh, I was in accounting at the time, right? I switched to being in a computer programming, but I was in accounting at the time and I had a co-op term, right? Because I was doing that three-year co-op term at, in college. And for my co-op term, I went and made an application to uh, to do an entrepreneurial uh, term instead of working for somebody else. Because I knew at that point even that I didn't want to work for somebody else. I wanted to start my own company. And uh, I wrote a, burst, uh, wrote a whole bunch of uh, um, business plans and I submitted them to government. I won Ontario's uh, number one business plan of, I don't know, how, whatever year that was. And they paid for my uh, all my machinery to start my screen printing business, my heat press, my dark garment printer, all that stuff, right? Um, and I knew I wanted to do that right from the start um, it, because I worked for people. I worked in, when I was in high school, I had a job. When I was in college, I had a job. <laughs> um, and I understood that, you know, it wasn't going to work out even for, um, for me wanting to, as I, as I grew up, right. Um, I want to go travel, but I don't want to be restricted by the four weeks or the three weeks or the five weeks, whatever your week, how many weeks your employer allows you to go on vacation. I didn't want to be restricted by that. I didn't like being restricted where I want to take the the week with uh, the August long weekend, but everyone wants that weekend. So only one person can have it. I didn't like working weekends and evenings without any choice, right? This is just, this is just what we're doing for you. This is what you're having to do, right? And you don't have any choice in it. Uh, I wanted time with my family. I wanted time for me. I wanted time to go in the backyard and just build a deck for four days with no one asking why I didn't show up to work, right? Mm. I want to manage my schedule, right? Um, yeah, I, ideally, I too, with all this, with the real estate, ideally, I'd like to make some money too, right? Um, it, the whole thing doesn't work um, if you don't make any money. Like, you can have those passion projects or your side hustle, but if it doesn't make enough money, eventually, honestly, all of it, it always turns into a job. Um, mm -hmm. it does turn into a job. I used to love making t-shirts and, you know, screen printing and making jerseys and all that stuff. That's what my business was. I love doing it for fun. I turned it into a business, uh, and I ruined it. <laughs> 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 I I don't want to ever make another shirt again. Um, and I, I used to love doing it. Right. Um, but I, it's, it, I turned it into a business. Right. But anyway, it didn't make enough money to, to live off of, right? At least not steadily. It was a very, you think real estate's up and down, going to the t-shirt business. It's so seasonal and everything else, right? Um, so really tough business to be in. But anyway. I had no idea. You've never shared this before. No. Anyway. It's new. I'm, I'm totally loving this. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, you need to make some money with this. Um, you know, you have to have um, some, you know, not just enough to live off of. You need that little extra you know what i mean you don't need you don't like i've listened to so many podcasts where you, like they say that your life really doesn't change much after sixty thousand dollars or something i think it's a little higher than that, that i'd like um uh to be making but um honestly it, you, you want that pool in your backyard you want to be able to afford it somehow right you want to get a new truck you want to be able to do that right 
Um, so with all of this, you you it just all works. It all is alignment. And then there's, you know, because you're running a real estate business, it, it all it all connects and it has tight tax write-offs to do these things that are related to your business, right? There's tax write-offs to travel to Florida and go see the property that's being flipped right now. There's, you know, there's benefits to doing this. There's lots of reasons to do real estate. And it I, I love how what, I, what I'm doing with my schedule and I'm constantly working on improving it because the the biggest uh the biggest weakness in my schedule is that I'm in charge of it. <laughs> and that's what you're going to get when you're doing, you're being an entrepreneur or a real estate investor. Well, I'm waiting for your four week vacations. I haven't <laughs> seen any of those. No, I have never taken one. <laughs> I've done one that was four and a half weeks. That's between projects before I started in Ontario. Honestly, just before I started in Ontario. After that, it was not even a chance to breathe. It was lucky to get one here and there. But I'm dreaming of that too. You know, yeah. I talked about time. I spent, I've had control of my time to apply all of it to my work. Now I'm trying what? to figure out a way to control my time. I'm going to do in 2024. My vision board's already set for 2023. My vision board for 2024 is going to uh -huh. have a four week vacation on it. Four weeks. Mark my words. I'm going to have a four week vacation on that. Well, okay, folks, write this so down. that it works when I'm not there. You know, it's the ultimate test. It's like the four hour work. You know what? We're going to go into a whole other rant. Yeah. <laughs> But still, <laughs> anyways, okay, but it's possible. This is possible. You've wrest control of your destiny from others in a job. Yeah. Now you just have to get it out of your own hands. You know, I've my often said to my wife, my boss is a tyrant. That's <laughs> me. Just makes me work all the time. But uh, no, it's pretty good. Ari, take us home. Any final yeah, thoughts? Doing it. Uh... Uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think it needs, um, I ideally, if you can align passion and, uh, a way to earn an income, I think, uh, that's, uh, that could be a, a, a success, a way to, to create a successful life for yourself. So, uh, yeah, I encourage you to do that. Um, and it's always an interesting conversation, you know, and, uh, to, to reinvent yourself and, uh, look at, okay, what, what, what type of questions can I ask myself that will lead me down the path of figuring out, okay, what it is uh, I truly want to do, what excites me and uh, what, uh, what enthusiasts me, what uh, gets me going. And uh, yeah, so thank you for tuning in. We hope those questions will inspire you to ask yourself those questions. And uh, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you all next week. Bye everybody. Thanks everyone.